Hello and welcome to the 22nd podcast of Edition VFO. My name is David Kallet and I will be speaking with Sonja Katzem today. Sonja Katzem conceived for our current exhibition From Object to Ornament Part 2 eight new lithographs in very small editions. The lithographs are based on the artist's sketchbooks composed of color schemes, patterns, calligraphy and the ornamental. The work was produced here in Zurich with master printer Tommy Wolfensberger. Sonja Katzem has also been invited to the Biennial of the Graphic Arts in Ljubljana, where from September onwards she will present, among other work, the suite of lithographs created with edition VFO. In the following podcast we will talk about the importance of architectural understanding of space, where sculpture and print converge, and how the dichotomy between abstraction and figuration influenced the artist's work. Hi, Sonia. Hi. Hi, David. So the motives of your lithographs are based on sketchbooks that you started painting uh, during your residence in Cairo in 2019. And since then, you have continued drawing different motives that you encountered in various cities where you were, like in Brussels, Amsterdam or in Geneva. And then you published the artist book with reproductions of these watercolors uh, with Gregor Steiger. And yeah, so what is the approach or how did these sketchbooks come around and what role do they play for your creative process? As you mentioned, I started those uh, color books during a residency in Cairo. <laughs> In 2019, basically now with few years doing those, I can picture them as also being a sort of way to report like colors or shape or some observation of the environment that I'm in. And at that moment where I didn't know this would become so important uh, as it is now, it was just a way to produce or to make art in a sort of non with no goal at the end of exhibition or also being constrained by too much techniques or the scale, um, the size of the book, this color book was really easy to handle and carry around. And also because there was this reflection going on that I was leading since since a while in my practice that is about abstract art. So I wanted to to put in parallel uh, the idea of abstract art as we understand in the contemporary art vocabulary next to uh, the idea of non-figuration in is Islamic art. And I wanted to do a research about those different kind of shape, this production of shape and forms. And this raised a lot of complicated questions related to Western gaze or Orientalist gaze. This came up also with discussion I had while I was there. And I felt like, where can I find a space where I can just talk about uh, the pleasure of making forms or um, where I can just not be in an appropriation? And I, I was walking around in the city of Cairo and of I was observing like the built environment, like the urban uh, environment. And there was like... Of course, like those facades with in some areas, there was like some spot, the balcony where the walls were painted in different colors uh, and they were painting by the the habitants. And this, those were like combination of color that were really different and that I really liked 
to see that. And it brought me to this idea, like how actually like the, those colors are expressing something. It's expressing a taste that I don't know or don't understand. Uh, and I like to associate the color with the idea of expression in a, um, in a context such as Cairo, which where the expression, the liberty of expression is a bit complicated as well. The works that were encountered by me and probably also by other people before were, I mean, it's to say the least, they are not really shaped canvases. They are much more than that. They are installations. But what uh, or how would you define your relation to architecture, like theoretically and also practically in your work? Because a lot of your work also beforehand could be considered interventions or yeah, interventions of sculptural Uh, pieces within the architecture. I used to develop my installation work in response to a, a space of exhibition. So the space and the architecture, the scale is also really important. It has always been like large scale. I often compare it to a scenography scale or um, in which like a, a body is invited to, to, to walk in there. So and there is usually a a sort of one-one scale, or at least there is something physical happening with the size of the shape that are, for my opinion, never monumental. They are big. <laughs> so there is something either by the material that I use or the, the size, the size is not supposed to dominate. I found that book that is called like Elements of Architecture. I think it's uh, from... It's from Renkoulas with this sort of, uh, uh, he did the research uh, with uh, with his student. And it's really, it's funny, it's it's really a simple, I mean, it's a big book, but it's it's sort of decomposing uh, what are the, the basics of uh, architecture. And there was a part that was about surfaces, like floors or walls. And because I was so into like having flat materials becoming folds, uh, uh, like object by folding them then suddenly it really makes sense to consider like the walls are as a flat surface also are or to to also approach them with their flatness if we stay with objects and with folds we are also before i come to the works on paper we are also showing two of your piega sculptures that is uh, in translation Uh, also a fold. How did you develop um, this body of work, which is also uh, concerned with ornamental structure that is on top of this sculptural work, but that somehow also embodies something different? So how how do you work with this interrelation of different materials and object and when objects and when did you develop these sculptures? To work with bronze was not. Uh, I mean. It's not that it was not on my plan, but seeing from where I come with my work, because I started with ephemeral sculpture installation that is mostly composed of dust, uh, paper, fabric arranged in the space. I found it quite interesting to arrive on on this uh, on working with bronze. It happened because it's uh, Fonderia in Milan, the Fonderia Artistica Battaglia who contacted me to, to ask me if I would be interested to work with bronze for the first time. And I was like, 
Yeah, actually, why not? Like it's just because I'm also always curious to try different medium or technique like that. And bronze is really sort of classic of sculpture. So I thought, okay, why not? Because my work is really, I define it as fundamental question of sculpture around our own sculpture. So I said, okay. And what I felt the most comfortable the, or to propose is to, to develop like a series of folds because I did that with ceramic. It's a pattern. It's a sort of pattern that is going through my work since uh, the beginning. So the idea was to make a fold and we used the lost wax technique. So it means that I spent the months in Milan making those shapes made out of uh, wax, which are real folds. So it means that I was building um, a slab of, uh, of wax with uh, the wax that is melted, that I poured on a surface of on a table uh, that was made out of uh, granite. And then I would let it like uh, dry or get a bit harder and just fold it before it gets completely hard. And during that process, like I've noticed that on the tabletop where I would put just some soap before pouring the the wax, that soap would leave a mark underneath like the slab of, uh, of wax. So I, I was like, oh, can we maybe, can I maybe do something with this, like a, a drawing or something a bit more elaborate? And so after many, many tries, like uh, I managed to have like those drawings that you can see on one surface of the piega at the VFO. It's basically a, a drawing made out of soap on the surface. So in a way, it, it's a sort of monotype. It's really the principle of a print, let's say. Uh, which I really liked. <laughs> and this, the drawing came also from the practice I had in the sketchbook. That's uh, super interesting to see how the different media in a way inform each other and that even sculptural work has some printing technique in it, let's say, or even sculptural work, which is related to painting and so on and so forth. So for us, it's really interesting, like what was new for you in discovering lithography for this body of work of your sketchbook. When we had the first meeting um, with Tommy Wolfensberger, like I came with all my color books and uh, <laughs> like he, we, we could really understand how this could be interesting to develop the lithography as a medium, but not just only as a copy of what is in the book. And this really intrigued me because I was like, okay, how are we going to do this? And then we had a few work sessions uh, scheduled. So I, I was drawing on those stones and those different plates. And then, of course, with Tommy's expertise, uh, his, his print, printing machine and the colors, It helped like to really be fast, but also to keep this experimental and sort of lightness in this new process. Uh, and what I was really surprised by is was like the subtlety and the preciseness of, of the colors that we could get and also the different transparencies. That is something that I really appreciated in my color book and that I hear we could really play also in different ways, like, uh, with the system of pressure and repetition and this layering and adding also this metallic element in the lithography that is 
different from the color book uh, because it's a sort of powder that you apply. So, and also like playing with turning the plate to reverse, like there was many possibilities that came up and, and I think the color, the, the transparencies and the metallic aspect was really something that I could develop more precisely there. And I I could I can also see how it helped me to to be more precise also with my intention about color like oh I want a color that is more not that violet but a bit more lighter and before I would have my palette and start from what is there um, but it's a discussion but it's also a collaborative process so there you have also someone who can help with coloring or you you also work much more in stages compared to if you do something in digital printing and you just prepare something and then you you send it we are super happy that it, it came along so well and that you developed uh, such a, an amazing new body of work you already booked Uh, some more time at the printer like what was it that hooked you on printing in a way and how will you develop like this practice in the future or what are you looking for in in the upcoming session i found those editions really beautiful so <laughs> and i so much enjoyed like the um, the process and i felt that this was just the beginning of something Uh, that I would be curious to develop on a larger scale. I, I remember when we were on the final stage of like cutting the edition, signing it, I come up with this question to, to Tommy and I say, hey, but what is the biggest we can go with your machine? And then he gave me that, uh, that size of, I think it's 90 by 120. Based on, on that idea to go bigger with, uh, with lithography, I'm lucky enough to have now obtained a research uh, grant. And for that, I applied with the sort of research project on lithography that we sort of tailored for my practice based on the addition we did for VFO. And, and yeah, the idea is to stay in a sort of experimental way. It's not clear if it's, there will be addition or uniques or the idea is like first to try and to see what makes sense. So we've booked that work session in October, November, like a week. And the idea would be to have another one later in spring 24, I guess. How did Ljubljana, the Biennale, how did they contact you? Or So I think it was a bit of a coincidence that I was starting to work with lithography and the Biennale, and I got this invitation. It, It's actually um, the, the artistic director of this edition is uh, the artist Ibrahim Mahama. And there is also a collective of uh, curators involved in there that is called the uh, um, Exit, uh, Exit Frame Collective um, that is composed of uh, Alicia Nock, Salom Kofi Kodier, Inga Lassé, Beya Otmani and Patrick Ni Okanta. And it's Beya Otmani, she's uh, uh, based in Tunisia, who, who actually contacted me. And she, she asked me if I would be interested to, to develop a project for the Biennale. I did this research on site when I was there in March uh, or April. Now the, the project is like to print it to, 
two wallpaper with two different patterns and to also show the uh, the lithographies uh, I, I did this year on top of the wallpaper. <laughs> they are interested in this idea of circulation, the potentiality of spaces, and uh, also the idea of a network of friendship developed also with Southern uh, solidarities. And the, Bea was really interested by those uh, color books or those drawings that started in, in Cairo uh, because there is apparently also an interesting link between Ljubljana and Cairo politically uh, that I'm not so uh, informed about, but I found it really interesting that she can draw the link. And from there, uh, I choose like two patterns that I've done uh, when I was in Cairo. And... It also made sense because in the city and in the space I've uh, I visit during the research uh, trip, there is also all this relation to ornament that I find uh, really interesting. How to put also the ornamental next to again abstract art? What is in between? I found it really interesting also with developing uh, this those new work uh, like the lithography and uh, the wallpapers. There is this really thin line that is a bit risky knowing the history of abstract art uh, here, like trying to completely avoid the superflu uh, or <laughs> ornamental unnecessary. But on the other side, like ornamental is also about visual pleasure, like underlying certain element of architecture, playing some with some... Uh, perspective or the idea of decoration is also something that I'm really interested in at the moment. Thank you, Sonia, and thank you all for listening to us today. The Biennale of the Graphic Arts in Ljubljana runs from September 15th, 223 through January 14th, 224. Our exhibition From Object to Ornament Part 2 will be on show through October 7th, 2023. For more information about the exhibition, please visit our website vfo.ch or if you have any questions, please write us an email to info at vfo.ch. We will be happy to welcome you in our premises and if you tune into our next podcast. Thank you.